Brace yourself for Steve Fisher and Byron Tidwell, old guys bitching. Well, your dad gone government, you sorry so and so. You got your damned hands in every pocket of my clothes. Well, you dad gone, dad gone, dad gone government. Oh, don't you know? Oh, don't you love them sometimes? I'm Steve. And I'm Byron. And we are Old Guys Bitching. Yes, we are. And we have a lot to bitch about today. I've been bitching so much, I'm exhausted. I know, isn't it? It, it is. Uh, I, I, as we speak, uh, Mr. Kavanaugh is going up for confirmation uh, in front of the Senate. And by all counts, they've got the votes to confirm him. Yeah, and you know, uh, this is a confirmation uh, that, what, fi- at least 55% of the country does not want. Right. And uh, one thing I did see is protests are growing all over the country. Protests, I don't think, are enough anymore. I really think shit needs to start blowing up. Stuff needs to start coming down. We, we really have to... Civil disobedience, I don't think, is going to cut it with this government. We need to totally disrupt things. Sadly, people are going to get hurt. Some may die. But we are in a crisis in this country right now where our country is no longer the country that it was supposed to be. And we have a choice. We either accept that and go with the new order or we try to get back to what our founding fathers intended. Well, that would be uh, (laughs) uh, in the least... uh a bizarre sort of set of circumstances. I mean, considering you and I grew up as baby boomers. Yes. Post-World War II and uh, a reasonably peaceful era. There was uh, some uh, revolutionary actions uh, around the uh, the Vietnam War uh, with protests, uh, especially, you know, you remember Kent State. There were also the... Uh, uh, the civil rights issues where uh, people were killed in the South just to, trying to sign up to vote. So this, you know, it's not unheard of, but this situation is quite unheard of where we have uh, uh, angry old white men who think that they are victims and you know they're they're laughing today. It, it it's it's absolutely appalling. It's disgusting. Obviously, all of them are past their expiration dates and oh, yes. just need to go. Yes, they they are fermenting as we speak. Now, I want to know something because there are plenty of old white guys like us and like others out there who do not agree with this confirmation. Uh, going on. So why? How how did we get to this different point in in our society? We are are so polarized that there is a segment of the population, a minority segment of the population who happens to be in control at the moment, who thinks everything's going to shit and they want to fight to turn it back a hundred years. Where did that come from? And why is it that guys like us can see that the, the, there is a major problem with old guys like us running the country and that younger, more diverse people need to be in charge. 
Well, you know, actually, you and I are younger than the old white guys right now. Even though we're both of retirement age, uh, we are still younger than the old white guys that are up there. And these guys are really angry. You know, they became part of a criminal cult back during the Reagan era. That's really when all the shit started hitting the fan. I of course, it, it hit the fan during Richard Nixon, but not to the extent that it did during the Reagan era when uh, we suddenly went to like extra governmental activities like Iran-Contra. And remember what, I can't it was more than 20 people from the Reagan administration that were convicted of crimes. Right. Right. And and then in the 90s, you got the uh, the person who probably uh, still deserves to be lynched, and that is Newt Gingrich. Oh, yeah. Newt Gingrich really polarized everything. It became not a thing of, well, let's work together for the good of the country, to we have to win at all costs, even if we can't define how winning will work for the country. Right. But, you know, we, you talk about um, Nixon, and there were people who felt that Nixon got a raw deal, even though he was blatantly uh, out of his league and needed to get out of there, uh, or out of his mind and needed to get out of there. But it was still the majority, even people who had voted for him, who realized that, wait a minute, this guy's not right, and there are problems here, and he needs to go. Now, the, the idiot... Trump supporters, and I'm sorry, I'm not holding back anymore. I, I know I should probably be more diplomatic and that we're just going to turn them off by calling them idiots, but that's what they are. I mean, at this point, given all that he has done to fuck this country up royally, all those people who are still supporting him, they need to go. They absolutely do, yes. The uh, Freedom Caucus, which is not uh, engaged in any sort of freedom, uh, in the Congress, the uh, the teabaggers who never quite understood what that term meant, and uh, the the old white guys in the Senate, and I count yeah. now Susan Collins among the old white guys. Oh my God! Let's talk about Susan Collins. Um, you know, I she's married to a li- to a lobbyist, an no, extreme yeah, right wing lobbyist. He is. I, I mean, you would tell him he you now he identifies as moderate Republican. Oh yeah, right. I, I don't know, and I, I don't want to start attacking her husband, but, but just look what at his she track said record. yesterday, yeah. she was eloquent in her speech. I didn't agree with a lot of the points she made, but she did, she delivered it very well. But she kept talking about how unfair the process was to Judge Kavanaugh. How unfair was it to Susan Ford? Uh, well, yeah. Uh, or Christina Ford, Chris, Christine sorry. Blasey Ford. Yeah, well, you know, the thing here is... The uh, Republican ju- Judiciary Committee in the Senate skewed the uh, process to such an extreme, not examining uh, Brett Kavanaugh's judicial records, of which there are millions of pages, uh, right. not allowing a full and thorough background check by the FBI. Well, so yeah, the, That was you it. Know, the whole FBI investigation was a sham from the get-go. And the repeat FBI investigation was a sham. Well, that's what I'm talking about. This this last one that was supposed to follow up on stuff and did nothing of the sort and totally disregarded 
all the people who wanted to come forward who knew Judge Kavanaugh during his high school and college days and all these people who were withdrawing their support and the FBI w couldn't talk to them because right, the president because, wouldn't allow it. Yes, it, it was a direction from the White House. Right. And when you look at, what, 2,400-plus uh, law professors who said that he's not fit to serve on any court at this point. Right. Right. Uh, we had what the Jesuits, that was his education. The Jesuits said, nope, guy's not qualified. Yep. Uh, you know, his entire class at Yale, it seems, said, nope, dude yep. needs to just go to a beach someplace where he can drink Mai Tais. And yep. uh, there's just such knowledgeable opposition that it came down to uh, the the whiny people in the Senate, Charles Grassley, uh, Orrin Hatch, Mike Lee, John Cornyn, and the rest of the Republicans on the right. judiciary. And I'm not even counting uh, Lindsey Aunt Pity Pat Graham. Oh, man, he's got to uh, go. And, and Joe Manchin, talk, and even a Democrat, Joe Manchin, who's really not a Democrat and shouldn't be a Democrat, he should be uh, forced out of the Democratic Party and be forced to either become a Republican or an Independent because he's not a Democrat. Right. Um, I, I now, agree with that. In all fairness, yeah. I understand that there is nothing really remotely like a Democrat in West Virginia. West Virginia is one of those states that should be eliminated from the Union. Um, and those people are all ignorant coal miners. So what the hell do they do? They know. <laughs> Did you watch uh, Bill Maher last night? I have not seen that yet. He was talking about. Uh, he, he mentioned I forget who the senator is from Wyoming, and Wyoming is a state of two hundred and seventy thousand people. And he goes, "How is that even a state?" He said, "It's like they just copied and pasted Colorado." <laughs> In, in another place, and there's no people, and forgot to populate it. And then North and South Dakota certainly should not be two separate states. No, absolutely not. Uh, I, re that, I really think we, we have a crisis with um, a bunch of states in the middle of this country and in the South who are failing. They are failing states. They are not functioning properly. Their people are suffering. They should all be uh, excise from the union and let them have their own way. I think we just need uh, the West Coast and New England, and then let's get rid of the rest of the country. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that could be an improvement. It could be. It could I, be. I am just um, thoroughly, thoroughly puzzled with uh, the uh, alleged evangelical movement that they are— uh, they're basically cults. They really are. They, they, they are. They're they cults and they they're follow, frauds. Uh, they, they follow single leaders. Uh, I will name those leaders now, like uh, Franklin Graham and Joel Osteen, that have nothing to do with Christianity. Uh, because if they were Christian, then they wouldn't be building $10 million uh, mansions for themselves to live in. Right. The uh, money would be going to the people who need it most. Right. And, uh, you know, they forget that there is this dude that they allegedly follow named Jesus. 
Great line from uh, the movie Hannah and Her Sisters. If Jesus Christ were to return today and see what's being done in his name, he would never stop throwing up. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I, I've always said, you know, I, I, we've talked about this before, and I, you know, I've had uh, people, notably my ex-wife, uh, accuse me of being anti-religion. And I'm not anti-religion. I'm anti what's done in the name of religion. Most religions have solid tenets that aim to improve people's lives, but people don't follow them. People make up shit that religion is telling them to do. And of course, that that has come down through history. The the uh, pu- Puritans were notorious in their cruelty. The Pilgrims left England because they were. It was kind of you know leave or we're going to throw you out time yeah, yeah. Uh, with the pilgrims, the noble pilgrims who uh, killed off a whole bunch of Indians and then did not would not have survived if it hadn't been for the help of a Native American. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that that's not so good. Um, Lutherans, well, you know, that was a, a rebellion, really. And the rebellion had its positive tenets by Martin Luther. But, you know, succeeding that, succeeding that Protestant movement, there's just not a lot of following what their alleged Christian leader uh, led to. Now, I've always enjoyed the Anglican uh, Episcopal Church. That was, just, you know, that was kind of goof there because it was Henry VIII. He had he couldn't get a divorce through the Catholic Church, so he thought, "I'll just start my own." I'll start my own religion. Yeah, <laughs> and, <laughs> and and everybody has kind of behaved that way ever since. So. That's right. And the Catholics think kids are just for sex. Yeah. That you know that I I really don't understand how there's still a Catholic Church. I mean, given all the scandals that keep popping up in the in the Catholic Church, it's not just one or two. They, you know, they're running a race with Donald Trump. How many scandals can we we do? Right. Uh, well, and, because scandal uh, because Donald Trump is all about scandals. His that's what I mean. Is one big yeah. scandal. The, you know, the, it's a competition now between the, the uh, Roman Catholic Church and Donald Trump to see how many they can rack up. Uh, speaking of that, though. And I have seen uh, many of these uh, memes floating around Facebook. I'm sure you have, too, Speak uh, talking about it's okay for men who were molested 30 years ago by priests to come forward and talk about it, uh, but it's not okay for women who were molested 30 or so years ago to come out and talk about it. Right, right. And there was, and there was even just a... Uh, I just saw a clip from CNN, and I don't remember who the Republican spokesperson was, and he's not someone who should be remembered anyway. But they were talking about the whole thing, and they they said, you know, that the, the Republican Party was attacking, what's her name, Ford, Dr. Ford, and mocking her and, and all that. And it's like, what would you say? And he made some comment about his daughters. So the uh, the host of the show said, well, well, what would you tell your daughters if she had said all this stuff happened to her, but there was no immediate corroborating evidence? He'd say, I would tell her to rethink what she saw. Oh, and, my goodness. And they, they were just shocked that, really? You wouldn't believe your own daughter? 
Oh, my goodness. And, you know, uh, Fox News started a a line of argument that uh, has resulted in me telling several people off. And the line of argument was that, oh, these poor young men, they can have their lives ruined by women who make stuff up. And after I told this this one person, "If if you believe that, then we can't talk anymore. Because uh, women, I suppose there may be a few that would make something up, but that is serious. And if they do make it up, they're going to get caught, as right. has been demonstrated uh, in the, the rare occasions that it happens. Most women just keep quiet because they know that if they say anything, that they risk potential uh, ruin. And, and that's the whole thing. They tell you, why didn't they come forward sooner? This is exactly why they didn't come forward sooner, because you got an idiot like the president up there mocking what she said. Oh, I don't remember. First of all, and, and that was all debunked, his stupid little speech to his uh, flock the other night, mocking her testimony and getting everything wrong that she said. Uh, 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 I mean, this is a... <laughs> Did you happen to see this morning there was a clip of President Trump getting on, uh, on I, I, I mean, that... Really the toilet paper clip? The yeah, toilet- <laughs> he's got, walking up the flight of stairs to Air Force One, and he's got toilet papers stuck to his foot. And, and did you hear what... Yeah. like, no, that was the Bill of Rights, or <laughs> no, that was the FBI investigation. Well, <laughs> you know, I, I, I thought when, when I saw the video, because I saw it silently, I thought, geez, look at that huge piece of crap attached to toilet paper. That's right. <laughs> and that's what and Bill Maher, I think, had a line last night that the toilet paper was embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, OK, let's you just brought something up that has really been eating at me. And the thing that's been eating at me is why the hell are we having rallies and why the hell am I paying for it and you are paying for it? Well, that, and that's what are we? Is that coming from taxpayer money that's or is that coming from money. Republican coffers? No, that's taxpayer money because anytime that clown gets on Air Force One, he has to take a Secret Service contingent with him, and it's all taxpayer money. Well, then how, why don't we do a class action suit against the White House? I'm for it. You started I, up. I, we should sue the bastard and yeah. let him pay it out of his dwindling funds. And you saw, I'm sure, the uh, huge article. It's the biggest article I've ever seen in the New York Times. Yes. Ab- about uh, how this self-made man wouldn't uh, have any money if daddy hadn't given him every single penny. Right. Yeah. He claims he just got a $1 million loan from his father and turned it into this massive fortune. And that's not true. He got uh, close to 500 million and his father skipped on paying 500 million in taxes. Mm-hmm. The whole damn family is corrupt. And I think uh, really they just all need to be st- stood up against the wall and face a firing squad. <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah. We've talked about this before. I would not be surprised at any time to hear that the whole bunch got on an arrow flot. And went, yeah. you know, f- left for Russia. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's. It, I don't know. I, I am very concerned now. I, Bill Maher has said it. Hillary Clinton has said it. That this guy's not going to go. Um, that in 2020, uh, assuming he is defeated, and if he's not, then this country deserves to go down the toilet. 
Um, but if he's defeated, people are saying he will refuse to leave. He'll declare the uh, election null, void. He'll say that it's all been rigged. It's a hack job. And therefore, it was not legitimate. So he's staying. Right. And uh, so Bill Maher asked uh, Doris Kearns Goodwin about it last night. And she said, no, of course he's going to go. And he said, yeah, everybody says that. But what if he doesn't? She says he'll be carried out, which I think is right. I think at that point, um, you know, unless he's got the army locked up in his pocket and declares, uh, what does he have to declare? To get, martial I mean, law. Martial law to get, because the military is not supposed to be um, used domestically. And that's posse um, comitatus, yes. Yeah. So, uh, it's, you know, un- unless he's got them in his back pocket, he's going to go. And if he doesn't, then we definitely, definitely will have a revolution. I mean, Americans have to face the fact that we are at the point in this country where you have to decide what kind of country do you want? Do you want the United States as it was originally founded or do you want something else entirely? If you're willing to give that all up and go with a Russian style democracy, quote unquote, then you you deserve that. And this country deserves, as I've said before, to go up in flames. And, you know, the country really, when you consider it, this country has done some amazing adaptation along its history. Because when we started off, you know, we didn't get to vote. Nobody got to vote. Just old white guys. Oh, my God. Right. That's where it started. Right. Just old white guys. It but <laughs> along the line, uh, there have been very positive changes made. Black people are now complete people rather than three-fifths of a person. Mm -hmm. They they achieved the vote. Uh, Women achieved the vote. Women can vote, yes. And uh, I say, women, you got to vote. Uh, People of color, you have the vote. Get your butts to the polling places. We have, um, I have a quote from Thomas Jefferson. Uh, He said, Many, back at the beginning of the country, he said, we in America do not have government by the majority. We have government by the majority who participate. And that, I mean, that shows not much has changed in 241 years. But when 40-something percent of the country can determine the makeup of our government, there is something seriously wrong with the people in this country. You have the right to vote. You have the right to change things. Exercise that right and get out and vote. And if anyone is trying to stop you from voting, you do whatever you have to do to get past them, even if it means physically taking them out. It is your absolute right to vote, and you must exercise it. I have actually a personal story along those lines. It involves my father, who uh, uh, grew up in East Texas, and unfortunately, he was at times a a bit of a racist. However, he did uh, work for NASA with the Von Braun uh, space team. He was part of the, uh, the, the group that put a man on the moon. And in the 1960s, when uh, there were all of these issues about voting, I don't know how this came about, but he ended up being a poll monitor in Mississippi. And he was given very, very specific instructions on how to be a poll monitor. 
And one thing about my father, he, he was not that big a guy, certainly bigger than me, but not that big a guy. However, uh, running up and down 15-story uh, test stands had him in probably the best shape of his life. Now, all he was supposed to do was to make note of anything that seemed to be a poll violation. And so there he was someplace in Mississippi. I'm not sure where. But he got challenged by some white guy about uh, the, the white guy demanded to have his notebook so that uh, my father wouldn't have anything to report. And uh, my father stood there and took it for quite some time until his supervisor said, you know, I think this guy needs to leave. And so my father then put him into a uh, hold that he learned when he was taking martial arts in the Navy <laughs> and not just took him out of the polling place. He took him all the way to the street, tossed him face down in the street and said, uh, I don't think I'd come back if I were you. And what happened, according to not just my father, but a couple of other people that were there, all of that um, harassment stopped because they were just shown that it wasn't acceptable. So that's what we need to do. We need to make sure that people who uh, want an autocracy, and that's what they're getting. Hey, Trump supporters, you support this guy. You are supporting a misogynist, a racist a potential dictator is that what you want if it is and, and you don't need to alter yeah that well mis misogynist yeah but uh, well if, yeah if, if if that's what you want then you do not belong in this country and i think what liberals need to do is what your dad did and take martial arts so that they can beat up Every idiot Republican out there who won't listen to reason. And now, in all fairness, I would like to reach out to those intelligent Republicans who are not happy with the current state of affairs and the current condition of their party and ask them to start getting involved to change it back to a more sane, rational party that existed in the 50s. Um, but we are just about out of time. Oh, you mean we've been talking about this uh, whole state of oh, governmental no, affairs? Well, this actually says we have more time than I thought we had. I thought we have about five minutes left, even though our uh, and I was looking at our recording number and we actually ah. started re the video recording before we started the podcast. Speaking of which, the podcast theoretically is now available on Spotify. Yeah, ta -da -da -ta -ta -da. I haven't checked today to make sure it's up there because it wasn't the other night when we first posted it, uh, but it should have been approved by now. Um, so we will check that. And we may even post the video of this recording online so you can see what these two idiots look like. We will regret that. When Jeez. they are when they're doing their see, thing. I, I did not even comb my hair. Well, I did, but the, the headset screws it up. Ah. Well, I'll use, I'll, I'll use that excuse. They keep making headsets with noise cancellation features. Uh, the new Microsoft headset has 14 different levels or something of uh, noise cancellation. How about a headset that doesn't mess up your hair? Yeah, I think, uh, well, you know, they'll say get those, uh, those Air Air, AirPods. AirPods. Yeah, no. Yes. 
Now, I don't, I don't, I, I wear hearing aids. I don't need things sticking in my ears any more than that. <laughs> that that's enough. I, I really, I don't want to end this. We don't know when people will listen to this. Um, chances are, by the time you do, the Supreme Court will be back to nine and decidedly right wing for decades to come, unless we can wipe the House and the Senate clean and get uh, more progressive-minded people in there. And there um, is a chance, let's say. There is, there is a, chance a chance. that There is a chance, but you have to get out. I yeah, mean, they said the whole thing that, because now uh, the idiot rights um, are, they are fired up because of this Kavanaugh thing, thing, thing sinking, <laughs> my mouth is not working, thinking that he was given such a raw deal and that they're energized and ready to get out and vote. Well, progressives, you got to get out and vote and get and overpower them because there are more progressives in this country than there are conservatives. But you have to exercise that right to vote. So use it, get out and vote and vote for decent, intelligent candidates. And that means even if it's raining, even if the line's long, even if your feet hurt, even if you have to ask somebody to hold your place in line so you can go do your duty. Right. Uh, because we need you. We need you to vote. Because if we can massively turn the Congress, then we could be potentially begin impeachment for perjury and uh, lying under oath and uh, whatever other criminal associations uh, this Brett Kavanaugh has done. We can uh, certainly curtail anything that the Trumpster wants to do. We can do a lot of things. Now, the Senate's well, a little dicier, but, you know, we is, can certainly turn It is, but it's still possible. Mm-hmm. And, and as somebody has pointed out, um, I forget which senator said it, uh, or congressman, I don't remember who it was, but said that let's get a wave of blue in the House and the Senate. We will complete the Kavanaugh investigation, and if warranted, he will be impeached and removed from the bench. Right, and just think, if we can turn the Senate and the Democrats can take a majority control of the Senate, Chuck Grassley will no longer be uh, the head of the Senate uh, Judiciary, Judiciary Committee. Judiciary Committee, right. And nor will any Republican head up any committee. And Mitch McConnell will no longer be uh, the majority leader and be calling the shots in in the Senate. And maybe he'd have a meltdown and just turn into a weeping puddle of treasonous traitorship. That's what he is now. Well, he's not not quite a puddle yet. Unfortunately, he can still put a suit on. (laughs) It's like we, but yes, we need to get rid of him. We need to get rid of all congressmen and senators who do not put the country before party. And that's in both sides. That's on both sides. So if you are listening to this podcast and you are going, yeah, 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 then it's up to you to vote. Right. And canvas. Get the word out. And make sure all your friends and family are voting as well. Unless, of course, they're Republican, and then get them to stay home. <laughs> well, I just heard your dingling. It, it, it is. My dingling is going off, and I can't stop it. Damn electronics. We'll talk about that another time. But for now, I'm Steve. And I'm Byron. And we are 
The old guys bitching are Steve Fisher and Byron Tidwell. This podcast is produced by the seat of our pants in studios in Seattle and Las Vegas. You can find us on iTunes, Google Drive, and now on Spotify. Hey, if you're listening to this, you already found us. Edited and mixed by Byron Tidwell, copyright 2018.